0: Hello, hello. Caught a little uh, before the show, I don't know, lingo here with Dylan and I, but God bless you. I love you. Another podcast day. Glory be to God. Come on. If you're out there, say amen. Hallelujah. Shake yourself, jump up and down, do something, but get ready for the word of God. Amen. Lord, I pray today we have ears to hear, ear, ears to hear eyes to see. I pray for a holy perception to see beyond. I come against this, this flesh spirit. I come against any and every demonic spirit that would try to hold us captive into just day-to-day life. In Jesus' name, I command you to break out, be free, see, perceive uh, in, the, in the spirit realm. In Jesus' mighty name, help us, Lord. Give us eyes to see beyond, uh, beyond tragedy, beyond the lies, beyond the world. In Jesus' mighty name, Oh, Lord, restore our imagination. Uh, Let us imagine God things. In Jesus' mighty name, I speak life, health, blessing over you, over your body. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, get your Bibles out and turn with me quickly to 2 Corinthians 4 and 18. Now, I'm going to go through a few scriptures today, but I want to continue along the line of, of seeing beyond, of perception, holy perception, eyes to see, ears to hear. Uh, you, you say, uh, preacher, we got natural eyes, we got natural ears. That's not the, the sight or the seeing I'm talking about. In order to see beyond, so you have the ability, let's just say you, you can gain reference with natural eyes, natural ears, uh, but, but I'm not talking about uh, things you can naturally see before you. I'm talking about like seeing beyond. If you have an, an, an idea, if you've ever seen pictures or images of Hawaii or you've ever been to Hawaii, if you're sitting in Palm Coast today and I say, see Hawaii, you have the ability in perception to see uh, across America, over, you know, across the Pacific Ocean, into a little island called Hawaii or the islands of Hawaiian Islands. Uh, That that's perception. That's sight. That's vision to see beyond. There's no limit in vision. Uh, There's no limit in seeing beyond. There's no limit in seeing with your spirit. Now, uh, what a lot of people don't understand is it takes faith. uh, The the words of God. Now now faith is an operation. So we can't just say faith is the word of God. No, uh, the word of God is a part of faith or or the faith message being conveyed to you. But then there's the man side of faith where man believes. Uh, There's the hearing side, Romans 10, 17. Uh, Faith comes by hearing. Uh, Let me just go through this real quick. Faith comes by hearing. Why is that important? Because God's words express an image, logos. God's word, the word word, God, when God's word is spoken to you, it's spoken in logos. Uh, L-O-G-O-S, spoken in Logos, Greek uh, meaning is an expression of an idea. So every time you hear the word of God, as it's spoken to you, it's expressing ideas. When I speak God's word concerning healing, uh, it's expressing faith ideas of health. When I speak God's uh, word concerning wealth, it's speaking uh, uh, ideas of wealth. It gives you ideas of wealth. Well, ideas in the human brain uh, go into the next realm, which is imagination, pictures, images. When you get into to that picture, imagination, the, pause for a second. Uh, this is why Satan wants to keep you so busy, because if he can keep you busy just about stuff, he can stop you for, or, or break your focus. Focus is very powerful. Oh, man, uh, when, when you focus on something, uh, when you lock in on something, that's focus. When I lock in on something, a singular thing, and, and I'm get, i I'm focused on that, uh, I, I now drive. It's like a driving force. I'm being driven to uh, that thing. But if I get busy and I get a lot of things, my focus now is broken. Uh, so, so back on faith, if I begin to speak faith concerning one singular subject, I convey an idea, Logos, uh, you you were created to begin to imagine. That's how God created you. I didn't create you this way. I, I'm not making something up that's not. If I were to say, once again, if I were to say a, I'm trying to think of something that everybody has had. If I were to say, uh, uh, help me, Lord, a pepperoni pizza, uh, now I conveyed an idea that, that came to you in an idea, it's, car, car, it's carrying information from my mouth to your ears, from your ears to your brain, a pepperoni pizza. You now are seeing a pepperoni pizza automatically because the way you were created is to take an idea, bring the idea into imagination realm, accept it or reject it. If you accept it, you're going to go eat a piece of pepperoni pizza. It's going to, it, it's going to pull you or you're going to be driven to. If you kick it out... Uh, come on, there, there's no more, there's no more image, so you can't see it. You're not going to be driven to it. Now I know that's kind of, uh, I know it's kind of elementary to, to talk about pepperoni pizza, but I'm I'm talking to you about how the mind works, so you understand. The mind in a man, according to the Word of God, is is the heart of man. Uh, there, there's not another place beyond, beyond your, your mind, your brain, your thoughts, your images, your imaginations. There's nothing else inside of you below that uh, that God speaks to or deals with. There's your spirit, but your spirit's in your mind. It's in that ability to comprehend, to perceive, to conceive uh, beyond your flesh Come on now, I'm helping you a little bit today. So, uh, when the word of God, faith is spoken, God's conveying a message, an idea to you. You have to either receive or reject the idea. If you receive the idea, it immediately goes into your revelation or into your uh, meditation realm to think on. As you're thinking on, you begin to give image. Uh, you begin to create pictures. Uh, you begin to create uh, a video, movie, the imaginations and these are all things if I were to take you through Greek term Dylan, if I were to take you through the Greek Greek meaning of things, we can see theater in in the Greek meaning which would meaning mean uh, pictures or or, or a a movie is being created on the inside of us. We can see in the Greek the word uh, uh, that uh, speaks to a picture, singular picture, a movie picture, an, an, an idea conveyed to a vivid imagination. We see all these things. God's trying to tell you, you need to dream. You need to see. Uh, uh, seeing is not believing in the natural. But when you see in the spirit, you now have an assignment in, 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 in an assignment, you begin to go toward something. All right, let, let's look at this. So uh, here we go, Second Corinthians 4, 18. While we look not at the things which are seen, but the things which are not seen. Well, preacher, you're telling us we have to have eyes to see. Uh, we're talking about seeing beyond, though. If I see like I'm in a studio here, if I begin to see naturally, I'm limited to the natural. Dylan, listen to this. If I see only within this room, I'm limited to what's in this room. I'm limited to an orange chair, a truss, lights, uh, a little lectern, like a, a music lectern, a bottle of water. I'm limited. I can only see what's in this room. But God said, when you peer beyond, which I can't peer beyond naturally, beyond the four walls. I can only peer beyond in the spirit and with my imagination. I now can go from here, I'm I'm planted here, I'm seated here, but I can go from here to anywhere in the world that I have reference of. I can go from here, uh, stay here, but I can go anywhere in the world with imagination that I have knowledge of. That's the better term. So if, if I have knowledge of something godly, I can be here but I can still have perception of there. I can be focused on something there. A lot of times, understand this, when you when you gain perception of something, it's God helping you. When you gain perception of something, it's God helping you. I'll get there in a second, First Corinthians. It's the Holy Spirit conveying to you information. It's the Holy Spirit. The, the word is, two words, enlightened and enriched. The Holy Spirit enlightens you uh, in light and, He gives you information, or or light energy conveys information, and then enriched means added to. Uh, So the Holy Spirit will enlighten you of the things of God. Now Habakkuk tells us immediately when you get an image, a picture, imagination, write it down, make it plain, put it on paper so that you won't forget it. A lot of people go through so many ideas, so many thoughts that are God thoughts, but they get beyond you because you don't take time to write it down. Uh, write a singular thing down. Write singular things down. Uh, not broad, not not sentence. Uh, if you want a ranch, a uh, cattle ranch, write cattle ranch. If that's what you're seeing. If, if you're desiring a new car, write new car. Because now you fix your focus on that then all your energy goes to that thing. Now, you can still do other things, but but the the main driving force to you would be that thing that you established as uh, being important to you. Like if you need health, if I were you and I was sick, uh, I would make my number one target goal in life to extract every health healing scripture out of the Word of God I would begin to study. I'd even study uh, science, the body. And I'd figure out and I'd find homeopathic type things. And it would be my assignment in life uh, to speak, to obtain God information, to speak in line with the word of God, homologio, to say what God has said about you already. And then I would do everything that I can do naturally. Uh, it, uh, to, to promote healing, health in my body, and I would not stop. That would be my number one goal. I, I would, I would shed out, shed everything else around me, and that would be my number one goal—to live, to stay alive. Come on, I'm preaching pretty good. <laughs> so the Bible says here: we look not at the things which are seen, but the things which are unseen. For the things which are seen are temporary, but the things which are not seen are eternal. They come from God. Uh, they come out, they come from faith, uh, conveyed images of God's promises to man. Uh, I'm giving you so many nuggets today, conveyed images uh, of God, uh, what God has for us in faith to man. Amen. Now go with me, let's look at this where I'm talking about in the spirit. First Corinthians 2:10. But God, uh, well let's just go to nine. but it, uh, as it is written, "I hath not seen nor ear heard, neither have entered into the heart of men the things which God hath prepared for them that love him. Wow, that's an explosive, that's a dynamic. That scripture, one scripture, if you meditate that, uh, there's no end to that. Uh, i just bring this into it, Ephesians one seventeen and 18. Lord, uh, may you help us, may you give us insight, just like Paul prayed for the church in Ephesus, May we have information, insight, revelation beyond. May we be able to comprehend, conceive, perceive what you're trying to convey to us. Let's read it again. But as it is written, I hath not seen. You can be blessed, 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 but your eye will never see the fullness of what God really has for you. I hath not seen, nor ear heard, neither entered into the heart of man, the things which God hath prepared for them that love him. The things that are prepared are already prepared. It's already fixed. But God hath revealed them unto us by his Spirit. For the Spirit searches all things, yes, the deep things of God. So here we're talking about seeing beyond. Uh, if you see sight and monetary vision, you're limited to what you can see at that moment. But if you learn how to see with your spirit you can peer into the heart of God. Uh, you, you can peer into the the Word of God on the pages. You can peer into the Word in dimension, and where the the Word takes on this living. Uh, uh, I don't want to say like. Uh, cubicle, but it takes on different dimensions. It takes on different levels. It it becomes grand. It it comes out of the pages. It becomes alive. It's like a journey that I I can begin to to soar into and, and go through and perceive and see the goodness of God that he already has set for my life. But you can't do that with singular vision. You've got to become a dreamer. Uh, You've got to become a visionaire, a person that sees beyond. Uh, It's not weird to see beyond. It's not weird to imagine. The Bible says in in Psalms chapter 2, why do the heathen rage and they imagine a vain thing? So we we see that imagination is within the body, within a a person, but uh, when you imagine imagination, Incorrect things, it becomes vain, vanity, self, self self-absorbed, all about me. No, no, no. God has a plan for you. Come on, are you still here? Let's go. 11. For what man knoweth the things of man uh, but the spirit of the man which is in him? Even so, the things of God knoweth no man unless he sees by the spirit of God. I would just say this, if you want to become, if you want to see, if you want to imagine, if you want to have vision, sight beyond, you're going to have to learn how to pray, pray, pray in the Holy Ghost. You're going to have to study your Bible just as much as you pray in the Holy Ghost because the Holy Ghost is going to convey the Word of God to you in dimension or into real life uh, living Word. He'll convey that to you, but you need to have equal time of both. You are a spirit. This is what the Bible says. You're a three part. You're a singular human being, singular person. But you're, there's three parts that make you up. Uh, you, you are a spirit. You have a soul, and you live in a body. But you are a spirit. You're not a body. You're not a soul. You are a spirit. Come on now. That's what the Bible says. You are a spirit. So if I am a spirit and my spirit's unlimited and when I get born again, my spirit's the part of me that converses or that uh, uh, receives information from the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost doesn't talk to my mind. The Holy Ghost doesn't talk to my flesh. The, the Holy Ghost doesn't talk to my soul. He talks. He conveys information supernaturally. He conveys information uh, above the natural realm into my spirit another scripture says that, that there's mysteries that he conveys he conveys it's a mystery in my soul it's a mystery uh, come on now glory to God may we have eyes to see he conveys beyond above A natural means, natural limitation to your spirit. But if your spirit man is is, is like just sitting on the couch, if your spirit man is like weak because you don't put him to work, you got to enlighten him. Pray in the Holy Ghost. Pray in other tongues. Pray in other tongues. Converse with the Holy Ghost. He conveys heavenly ideas, images, information to your spirit. That's how you see. All right, if you're sitting and you're listening to me and you don't pray in the Spirit a lot, you don't study the Bible and pray in the Spirit together. You should learn how to study the Bible and pray in the Spirit together. But if you don't, you, chances are you're sitting there saying, I haven't seen in a long time. I, I don't have desire. Do you know this, that faith expands you? Faith, the word enrich expands, enriched expands. Faith expands you. Faith adds to you. Uh, the, the, the Bible says the anointing back in Isaiah and then uses the image out of Deuteronomy, the anointing, but then references a scripture in Deuteronomy, makes you fat, thick. So the Bible says, New, King James says makes you fat, makes you thick, uh, grows you up, expands you, enriches you uh, in the things of God to the point where Satan cannot bind you. His bounds are broken when the anointing is is, is prevalent or, or rich in your life or present in your life. That's a good word. That's the word and the Holy Ghost working together. You become thick in the things of God. You become uh, uh, unboundable by Satan, uncontainable uh, by, by the, the contraptions of the evil. Come on now. So if you're not seeing, I'll tell you right now, you're not studying, you're not praying in the Holy Ghost, you're stuck. If you're not seeing, if you're bored, if you just desire someone else's life, you're not praying in the Holy Ghost enough. If you want to be, if you want to have what other people have, you just haven't unlocked what God's placed on the inside of you for you because God created something tailor made for you and and tailor made. I wear tailor made suits and I've worn, what are they called? Off the rack suits. And when I put my tailor-made suit on, it fits me and only me and nobody else on the planet, and it feels a lot better than a rack suit. If you're dreaming in someone else's field, you're wearing a rack suit. You're wearing just a a suit that'll like, uh, uh, I don't know even how to say it. It ain't for you. Uh, Pray out your own future. Uh, Pray out what God has for you. Uh, Pray out the life that God has created. Do you think God... Uh, Doesn't know you better than you know you. God knows you better than He knows your limits. He knows your ability. He knows what you can do. He knows at what level you can perform. Come on now, preaching pretty good. Think about this. Uh, I don't think David knew what he could do until God called him. Uh, David knew he was a shepherd. Knew he was a good shepherd. That's what he was doing. Uh, He knew he didn't know he was supposed to be king. God sends the prophet to his father Jesse's house. Uh, the prophet starts looking with prophet eyes. Remember, the prophet can see beyond. Come on now. Remember, the prophet can see beyond. Well, you with a tongue interpretation of tongues gets get access to a prophetic realm, not the prophet's office, but a prophetic realm. So when I pray in tongues, and I ask for the interpretation of tongues. I get access to the prophetic realm. A tongue and interpretation of tongue is equivalent to prophecy. A prophet sees. So you with those two to, to gifts are seeing beyond. So the prophet comes, and he sees someone that's not there. Jesse says, all my children are here. He goes, no, you're missing one. Well, he didn't know the family. He didn't go on Facebook and study out the family and become a prophet liar. He didn't have reference to. He didn't have the a lineage sheet of. All he knew is God sent him to Jesse to go anoint one of his boys to become the next king. He shows up. Jesse has all of his boys lined up except for the king, except for David. The prophet says, uh, Is this all you got? Because there ain't one worthy. He goes, Well, there's one more. Well, where is he at? He's in the field but I didn't think you'd want to see him. Uh, he doesn't, he doesn't fit the bill. Do you know that Jesse was doing to his son, the same thing that Saul tried to do to David? Uh, Jesse tried to si- size him up uh, by way of natural rulers, natural measurements. Uh, Saul, what'd he tell David? Hey, boy, you going to go, you'll go fight that giant. Put on my armor here. Here's my armor. um, Hold on, if your armor's so great, King Saul, why aren't you killing the giant? Come on, that's pretty good work. Hey, King Saul, if your armor's all that, and you trust in your armor, uh, why don't you go kill the giant? And the truth was, is he trusted in his armor more than he trusted in God, and he knew that his armor couldn't kill the giant. So maybe he was trying to set David up to fail. Back to Jesse. Well, the, the one that's not here. I didn't. I didn't think he should be here anyway because he just doesn't seem the part. Do you know God always uses the person that doesn't seem the part? One of my Bible heroes in the not Bible but uh, uh, spiritual heroes in the faith before me was a man called Lester Sumrall. Lester Sumrall was a, a little skinny boy from Pensacola, Florida. I think he he originally uh, came from. Louisiana or Mississippi somewhere, Uh, but then he moved to Pensacola, Florida, would play in the swamp uh, with kids like normal kids, got sick, uh, was a nobody. Uh, God said, if you preach for me, I'll heal you. If you don't, you'll die. He got in his Model A T4, didn't have nowhere else to preach, went from little farm to little farm in the South. He began to preach. They made fun of him. He was entertainment. In the beginning, Lester Sumrall was farmer's entertainment in the early 19th century because there was nothing else. They'd pay him in pennies. They wouldn't even pay him enough to feed him. So he said, hey, can you start bringing me chickens? Can you start bringing me cattle? Can you start bringing me eggs? Can you start bringing me a pig so that at least I can eat? Uh, but what you, what I'm trying to, to say to you is if you would have picked him or if you had to pick somebody, you would not have picked him because he didn't fit the natural eyes. He didn't fit what you would perceive naturally to be a faith giant and take on the world. That's why God gave you eyes on the inside to see beyond because there, there is a mystery that's locked up. Uh, now, it's mysterious to the natural realm, but in the spirit, the mystery is conveyed or revealed to your spirit. You can see, you can have an aha moment in the spirit. Oh, come on now. Uh, I'm preaching pretty good. Are you still there? Are you ready to see some things? Amen. Let me finish this. Which things also we speak not in the world's uh, 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 wisdom, which man teaches, Uh, man's wisdom teaches the world's Uh, Not in the words with man's wisdom teaches. The man teaches man's wisdom. The the, the man is limited to to man's knowledge. But which the Holy Ghost, uh, comparing spiritual things with spiritual, 13, that's 13, the Holy Ghost can teach you, can convey information to you beyond man's information. Man's information without the Holy Ghost is limited information information with by the Holy Spirit is unlimited when I hook up with the Holy Spirit uh, I now have uh, a right to uh, I have now access to unlimited information uh, information that comes from another realm I, I now have information I have access to that amen uh, 14 but the natural man, receives not the thing from the spirit of God they are foolishness unto him neither can he know them because they are not the, uh, because they're spiritually discerned now this is twofold here when you hear the natural man you might say well that's not me well you have a natural man just because you're a spirit doesn't mean you don't have a natural man your natural man is still your soul and your flesh suit the things of the flesh the tangible part of you so, if you try to, this is what the Bible's saying here, and I'll end with this. If you try to perceive the things of God naturally, you can't do it. It's foolishness. A lot of you try to perceive faith. This is where I tried to get all morning, and I'll end with this. A, a lot of you have tried to perceive faith naturally, and you can't. Naturally, you have to reduce faith to a natural thing. If you try to perceive faith naturally, if, if Dylan, if you try to perceive the miraculous ability of God, faith, if you have to try to perceive, how am I going to get a ranch? How am I going to build a million dollar house? How am I going to, all, all these desires, how am I going to do this for my wife? How am I going to do this for my daughter? How am I going to get the desires of my heart? If they just stay in the natural sense, you now have to reduce them to not because you naturally can't afford them. but God's not asking you to, to, to receive them in the natural. He's trying to get you to bypass or convey them through the natural into the spirit because it's into the spirit that I engage with the ability of God. It, it's, it's when they they take the journey into the idea realm, uh, go from the idea realm into the imagination realm, in the imagination realm gets into the spirit realm where the Holy Spirit now begins to convey, begins to give you that I can have this. I can see this because I've left the limitations of my natural body. <clears throat> I've left the limitations of what I can do with my own two hands without the Spirit. And I've now engaged, I've journeyed to, I've engaged in a spiritual journey. I've got to a spiritual place where I'm not counting. I'm not relying on my natural ability alone. I'm now relying on putting trust in, faith in what God said He has set aside for me already. Do you think God doesn't know what you like? Let me ask you: If you're a parent, do you know, Dylan? Do you know what Maddie likes? All right. If you had a million dollars, could you spend it quick on what Maddie likes? Would it make you happy to give Maddie everything she likes? Now, how much more? God, who has no evil in Him at all, does He want the same thing? You said, but He's God. He's not a human. Hold on. all the way back Genesis 1 26, God said, let us make a man in our own image, our own likeness. So God made a man like him. Then God breathed into him life. So man was created out of the image of God. So how you act now, I'm not talking about evil because God can't act evil, but, but how you act in the holy sense and the righteous sense is how God is. Just as you want to bless your child, God wants to bless you. just like you want to give your child everything and it makes you happy to give your child everything, just like you're sad when you can't give your child something because they don't want it or, or, or you can't afford it, that's how God would feel. God wants to give you, and he's promised us already. I already read it. I've got your best life, I'll paraphrase, I've got your best life already in store uh, waiting for you, but you can't have it lest you go to it, see it by the Spirit first. Wow. I probably shouldn't stop here. We're in a flow. I probably should keep going. Uh, but there's more to life than what you presently see. There's more in faith uh, than, than what it, what naturally appears. And God's just asking you to, by the Spirit, peer beyond, see beyond. Let's just go on a journey in the Spirit and see who God is and what God already has for you. Amen. I'm out of time. I love you. I uh, uh, got a little news for you today, too. I had dinner with my dear friend, Wessel, uh, Wessel DeBruyne, my church. I know you love Wessel. Uh, he is here for another week. I said, hey, instead of sitting at home tomorrow night, drive over from Orlando and come minister to my people. So Wessel will be here uh, tomorrow night at New Way Church, Palm Coast, Florida, 645. There's going to be another miracle anointing. Uh, that's the anointing that's on his life. It's not that we don't see miracles without, but he's a specialist in the field, field of miracles. God's put anointing on his life uh, for the miraculous. So get somebody. Let's pack this place out. Let's believe for miracle. We should pack it out every week because God's here. But uh, I just want to, I'm, I'm offering this to you. I brought him here on purpose for a reason in this season. Uh, for miracles. So, so get here tomorrow night. Yes, you heard me. I know it's quick notice. Tomorrow night, 645, Wessel de Bruin, all the way from South Africa, will be here at New Way Church. Spread the word. We've also put information on Facebook, Instagram. Share it. Pick the phone up. Call somebody. God bless you. I love you.